Welcome to the Degree of Experience Podcast, Episode 6. I'm your host, Chris Bargeron, and today I'm trying to keep a positive mindset. Cool, and I'm uh, I'm Sir Puck here with you, Chris. I'm uh, going to try and tune into your positive mindset as well. See what you got cooking. That's How right. We're cooking positive vibes here today on the podcast, and uh, and we're grateful for everyone coming and listening in on us today. Uh, this is Degree of Experience. It's a podcast about reevaluating our past in order to redefine our present and future. And uh, today we're going to be really kind of doing more of a redefining our present, uh, talking about uh, positive thinking and versus negative thinking. Um, but before we get into that, though, I do have to do a little disclaimer, or really, I just want to do a little disclaimer saying that even though we are listed as a mental health podcast, which I believe technically we are, uh, we are not uh, trained or certified professionals. Um, no, but not even close, not even close. But but we do have a degree of experience, and we come to here degree. to a degree. <laughs> And so, you know, we're, we, based on our experiences, that's, that's where we're coming from, you know, cause everybody does. Right. You yeah. know, and I think that's uh, something that we're trying to acknowledge is that you don't necessarily have to go to school and all that kind of stuff. And society these days is kind of built to maybe diminish the fact that you can build a life up with just experience and be successful. Yeah. And you certainly can be successful. And also, you know, that, that your experiences are, are a valid form, you know, of being able to, to express yourself, I think, and have a platform to stand on being like, Hey, this is what I've been through and this is how I see things. And I just want to let you know, but not in like in a forceful way, more of just like, Hey, and that's, that's what we're doing here with this podcast, you know? Um, cause I, I'm speaking for myself. I'm someone that's trying really just to sort of grow and become a better person on a day by day level, because every day it's a new challenge. Every day I have a new little setback and, but, you know, open myself to it, learn from it and, and move on. And, and doing this has been kind of cool because it's, it's almost sort of like a little bit of a record keeping of myself on a level, but it's also sharing that experience to help inspire others maybe to to say, well, shoot, you know, I can connect with that. And I like, I like that sort of suggestion, you know, maybe I can try that in my life. So. Cool. Yeah. So, and, and one of those things for me is, is really trying to change uh, my thinking. Uh, you know, last episode we were talking about addiction and what kind of led me to this topic too was, was on a solution level to addiction and really just anything I feel, but addiction specifically, because I talked about how I come from the 12 steps. And if you take out the spirit, even with the spiritual part of it, it's, it's all really centered around the, the psychology of it, changing your thinking. It's, it's that thinking that can feel overwhelming or uncontrollable that can lead to those repetitive behaviors. Um, and so it all just center, centers around about having to either have to catch it and change it. Um, and for me, it, my negative thinking was something that, that I was just stuck in for, for the longest time. I, I, I kind of looking back, I, I feel like I used to, you know, everybody's kind of idealistic when they're a child and turning into a young adult and a rebelling young adult, as I shared on the first episode, uh, I, I did have this wild idealism and, but then as, 
as the mistakes caught up with me and the um, the circumstances from those mistakes came upon me, uh, I started feeling self-defeated and I started feeding that thinking, uh, that, that sort of agreement of like, okay, uh, I failed. And it and keeping that sort of, I don't know, it just somewhere along the line, it turned into from I failed to I am a failure. And just every little positive thing that came my way, I wasn't willing to believe it because my mindset was just like, well, that can't be true because I'm going to fuck it up. Um, and, and for me, it was that kind of experience of trying to work on changing that from the ground up of, of going from a mindset of, you know, just right off the bat, just, yeah, thinking, thinking dark like that into trying to turn around and being like, no, no, you know, I, maybe this time I can, maybe this time I can. Well, and I don't think it just like happens overnight, right? It probably took you a long time to to build that foundation. And like, I'm kind of familiar with trying to change that same mindset, you know, it definitely takes time. Oh, heck yeah, it does. It's still happening. (laughs) It happened to me this morning. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you have a lot of variables in place that that can provide, you know. Like, yeah, children. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> children, and you know, which is funny. This has actually been a healthy thing for me because we were talking last episode about my sort of audio file stuff with the podcast, which is cool because we got a good sounding podcast. But on the other side, it's like all the worries, all the setup, all the all the work to try and make it sound perfect. And it's and in certain circumstances like today, my, my son is sick today and um, we kind of had to roll with the punches. Almost canceled recording this, but we're, we're recording this more last minute than we usually do. So long story short, things kind of worked out, but but he is here. Uh, but my wife is here also. And um, so, yeah, they're they're un- uh, unlike previous recordings. There may be some surprise sounds that eh, it's just I have to be in acceptance of it. Yeah. Yeah. I think it'll be fine. Yes. You know, you know. The, 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 <laughs> the sound has been good so far for sure. Right. I'm, I'm um, assuming and, and putting that positive energy out there, man, that, you know, nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna be like, Oh, I heard a baby. Where's the no. stop button yeah. on this? Everybody's thing? used to it these days, man. <laughs> um, it probably makes it more sound more real with that kind of stuff. So you just you just need to get over yourself. But you'll get there one yeah. little step at a time, right? One step so. at a time, man. Yeah. But um, but yeah. So I guess start off kind of with your experience because you know I've shared a lot about my you know the kind of the more obvious sort of example of how just negative thinking can just keep you trapped in in negative circumstances uh but first off sir puck do you have any kind of experience with that in your life do you think off the bat i mean yeah and uh forgive me if i go into stories again and stuff like that or different pieces but i I think it'll always be uh, a different aspect of it but for sure like uh not necessarily just like negative thinking but changing like i think it was more of a anxiety thing that i had to deal with that i I realized um especially when i was drinking heavily i dealt a lot with just like social anxieties and i think i I was certainly the one who to try and fit in would like drink and drink more and you know be the one who could like hang and be known as like somebody who knew a lot about the different, like I love the craft beers. So I'd know a lot about the different ones that were out or were coming out or had been out and, you know, geek out about that. Never really got into liquor as much, you know, I'd try to stay away from that, but like the, the negative, 
like anxiety stuff. Like it wasn't necessarily becoming, I didn't have a, a, a actual thought process of like, Oh, I'm going to be positive. It was just like, I'm going to try not to be as negative or maybe just dealing with the anxiety and getting through it. Right. Um, the story I have is I'm, uh, originally from Detroit and a huge Detroit Red Wings fan and line up with the 96, 97 Stanley cups, you know, at an impressionable age, still in like middle school. And that was a big bond with my grandfather. Red Wings, and, right? Yeah. Detroit Red Wings. And, um, so Darren McCarty, um, if anybody knows anything about hockey in that era, Darren McCarty and, us in the Colorado Avalanche were big um, rivals because of a dirty hit that was uh, Club Mude took on Chris Draper. And there's a whole backstory to it. But uh, basically, Darren McCarty has kind of emerged from his own life. And he has his own story that I deeply align with mm-hmm. about recovery. Um, he had you know, all the ups from being a, a rock star because uh, he had a side band that he was in called Grinder. You know, like he he had the money from the hockey contracts. You know, he was into gambling, drinking drugs, women, all that kind of stuff and had this significant fall down to the bottom. Mm-hmm. And uh, just his story of recovery and all that, I've always, he was always a great hockey player back then. And to reconnect with that, you know, as a young adult, you know, going through it. Like, I remember when I got his book physically, I sat there on the couch and read it in one day, like on a Saturday, you know, instead of drinking or whatever, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's probably what started the whole seed. But to go back to changing my mindset um, about anxiety and situations, he has this thing he talks about where it's like, instead of, you know, when you're in those situations where you're anxiety is taking over and you've never been in that situation before you just walk through it this is the only way you're going to conquer it Mm -hmm. is by actually overcoming it and and getting over the fear of doing it so there's been little pieces i pick up here and there that that help me um and that's certainly been one of them um joko will Wilnick is and i can't remember if i'm saying that right but He's a motivational speaker. A lot of people would know who he is. He's uh, uh, he was in the Marines, and he's got a pretty good story too. But one of the things his aspect is is like if you're in a negative situation, you look at it as an opportunity. So you say good, you know, like oh, yeah. this negative thing is happening. So good, you know, this is an opportunity to overcome it and change it and and have this experience of that. So. Mm-hmm. You know, there I ran into that. I've ran into different things along the way that have helped me kind of change the way that I approach things as opposed to looking at negative and kind of trying to slow down. I don't know if it's come out in my personal life as much as I'd like to like it to. Um, so you know, that's definitely something I need to work on. Yeah, but that's great stuff. But yeah, it's yeah. it's 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 been interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And that and it's kind of cool that um you know, again, coming from these, these athletes, um, the, it, the, this, it's, it's similar principles to, um, one thing I've been kind of learning more about, which is the law of attraction, um, which okay. is something that I was anticipating kind of bringing up as we went through this topic. Um, and it's kind of neat because it's, 
it's sort of it hit on the same aspect of it in in but his phrase was walking through it whereas i feel like uh a lot of attractions version of that is sort of just an openness to receiving what 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 they call source but they just mean like the world the universe you know the the chaos theory essentially it's just whatever it throws at you it's it's okay because you don't know where it's going to lead you and it and it's by design going to lead you where you want to go you just need to stop resisting it um, yeah that makes sense because i think like once i started opening myself up to those changes like more and more presented it's like the more i was open to it the more i saw those opportunities to to have like a change effect and mm-hmm. like kind of like adjust you know like if you're just being negative and looking at all the negative in life that's all you're gonna see like i've always right. been, be, believe that for sure yeah i was thinking about uh you remember the movie 23 no i never saw that i thought that was around the time when we were uh what is it about so it's a it's a movie that stars jim carrey and it's essentially no. where he how can i roughly tell it he he is this guy who bought finds a book or even though his wife finds some book i think it's called 23 and she's like oh this this reminds me of you you should read it and it's about some character who's obsessed with this number and as he reads it he becomes obsessed with the number and he starts seeing the number everywhere and it leads to this sort of it's a thriller where he's trying to figure out the mystery of why this book connects to him so much and i don't want to spoil it but when it came out it was a real discussion piece for everyone about the whole wow yeah 23 is everywhere you know kind of like how we have in the no agenda circles with 33 Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it brought up the, it brings up the point though, the counterpoint to that is, yeah, but you will find what you're looking for. If you think Number that you 23, yeah, it's the actual title of the film. Uh, yeah. The actual title is 23. Yeah. No, it's it, the number 23. Oh, is it the number 23? Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Interesting. I um, using <laughs> the book of knowledge. Dear ah, sir. Nice. Book and I don't remember this at all. I don't yeah. remember this at all. 2007. No, yeah, that was. Yeah. I wasn't paying attention to movies as much, but I well, thought I figured I would have known about this. But that's yeah. interesting. Well, I bring it up sure. just for the point of of an example because I know when that came out, uh, I got really into numerology at that point, and I remember a lot of people that I guess I'll think of them as skeptics of it. That was their point: was you know, will you find what you're looking for? And that. That point has been in my mind thinking about, um, you know, the power of positive thinking, the law of attraction of like, yeah, you will create what you think about. You will find what you're looking for. If you think the world is a horrible place, you are going to look for evidence of that. And, and the more you find that evidence, the stronger that thinking gets and the stronger that cycle builds in your mind. It's like, wow, it really is a horrible place. Look what just happened on the news. Wow, I should be afraid of everybody. Look at what, you know, this is happening and that is happening, you know, versus you got your neighbor who might have that mindset of like, oh, the world's a wonderful place. And when they step outside, they, they're not thinking about, you know, they see the trees, they see the air, they see, they see you know, a, a lovely couple walking their dog. And it's amazing, like two neighbors, same space, having these two complete different experiences solely based on their perspectives, solely I mean, based there's, on their there's a there's a meme out there where it's like two people sitting on a train, one looking at like the the dark mountain on the one side and the other one looking at like the sunny valley. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen that. On oh, that's the cool. Interwebs. Yeah, yeah, where, like, to, you gotta shoot that my way. 
I'll try to. <laughs> uh, let's see. But yeah, it, that's makes sense. Yeah. And I kind of wanted to, and again, it's been a hectic day, so some of my prep for the episode didn't happen. But, um, oh, but I did want to mention this because I knew there was something out there. I wanted to look up some of the science because everybody loves science uh, on on positive thinking. Here, John Hopkins, The Power of Positive Thinking. Uh, what is clear, however, and this is, I just Googled science of positive thinking, and this is the, the second link. Uh, what is clear, however, is that there is definitely a strong link between positive positivity and health. Um, and that's just the sort of subtext to the link. I'm going to click it. And I don't want to read this whole, actually, it's a really short article. Maybe I will just... Heartwarming news. People with family history of heart disease who also had a positive outlook were one-third less likely to have a heart attack or other cardiovascular event within 5 to 25 years than those with a more negative outlook. Um, and I'm sure I could dig through this because I have on my own time, you know, uh, kind of looked up. There, there is a lot of interesting studies and facts to the idea of the 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 more positive your mind your mindset is, the healthier your physical body is. Um, that would make sense. Yeah, it does There's make sense. There's going to be a right? mind body link, right? Yeah. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and we even do know a lot about that kind of stuff. So yeah. Yeah, it makes sense to me. Yeah. And, and, you know, and how, you know, my personal life has, right, as I've been sort of, you know, bringing this sort of stuff into my life. So, and, and if somebody's listening to this and you're just like, yeah, that's great, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, how, how do I, how do I change my thinking? You know, like, because, because, and that's been the struggle of my life, you know, is, is, is especially with, with anger is catching myself because all it takes is one stub of my toe and then my, you know, and then I'm like, and my inner dialogue just kicks into overdrive of just like stupid foot, stupid toe, da, 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 and, and down that cycle. Um, and one, and, and a, at least in one of the struggle, the, the struggles with it is like kind of what you described earlier is, is in its reality, it really just boils down to like recognizing it in the moment and doing something different or walking through it, like being okay. Just like, Hey, you know what? I'm angry right now. And that's all right. You know, which is still sort of a, a thing of just changing your thinking in the moment, recognizing it and, and, and just changing that dialogue, whether it's. I'm going to do something different, literally, like I'm going to go for a walk or, you know, like, hey, this is okay and I can get through this. I'm going to walk through it. Um, thought you were about to say something, so that's why I had to pause, but that's okay if you didn't. Mm. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, you know, and, and one of the things that my therapist has kind of teached me is what's called ANTS. And that's been kind of really helpful for me, which stands for automatic negative thoughts. And, and you got to burn those ants. You got to burn those ants, man. But I mean, because it's this is one of those things, and I guess too, what I like, like having sort of a dude style podcast and sharing these things, because there's a lot of things that have been presented to me as solutions, and the dude in me is just like that's a bunch of horsewash. And this was one of those mm-hmm. things where. Um, it, when it was kind of first suggested, it was like, "Ant, seriously, what difference? So what if I see it or know like that's a negative thought? How does that like change anything?" But I guess I can just say from personal experience, I can't explain why. But when I started that practice of like, when when my mind would just sort of kick in, you know, kick in something like that, and 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 be able to go, "Oh, 
that was an ant. And it did change it because I think I think on an unconscious level, it's almost like it it makes me kind of go, okay, that's not a reality. And so I'll just kind of let it pass instead of embracing it and and feeding it more and, and, and giving it more power and thinking about it more. Um, and so that practice, um, it kind of coincides with meditation too, um, which I always I highly recommend too, is, is that practice of which, which meditation, by the way, for no one that's really ever done it before, one of the misconceptions going into it is that it's all about shutting up your mind. And a lot of people say like, well, I can't do that because I can't shut up my mind. And that's not what it's about. It's actually about, it's the opposite. It's about watching your mind and, and letting those thoughts just flow by. And then the cool thing is, as you get into practice of it, you realize you are not your thinking. Like it's just these, it's just these sort of, you know, chemical impulses that you're experiencing as these thoughts. And as soon as they come, they will go. And you get in that practice and then you get off the mat and you kind of learn to do that in real life. That when that thought just pops up, instead of embracing it or feeding it, you just, yeah, well, you let it go. You walk through it. Um, yeah, I've only just now started learning about, and I haven't even really gotten into it. I just listened to a podcast about it recently. I guess been watched a video. It was more of a video podcast. Um, yeah, Jay Sheedy. Um, I think he's pretty. I think he's supposedly got the number one mental health podcast. Oh, I gotta um, check it out. But he was a, a monk. I think I posted it in our Discord, buddy. Um, but it was uh, with Big Sean, the rapper, who's from Detroit. Um, who I've been a big fan of for a while, and now I know why because he's all about like moving forward and having that positive mindset and like knowing that, that you're not going to get it the first time and you just got to keep up and keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, which are honestly kind of Detroit mentality characteristics, if I'm being honest. Um, at least we like think so. Um, so yeah, I've only just recently gotten into and known and learn more or want to be um, i guess i'm opening up more about meditation nice of course i've i've known it exists and i suppose i've always had that same thought that it's shutting off your mind so that's interesting to hear yeah yeah exactly it's it's not about it's not about you know i mean i guess but i even, guess i do have some experience with it but that's a long time ago so yeah, it was a long time ago. Well, you remember back in, I mean, this now we're getting personal in front of everybody, but like back in the day when we used to live together, man, and because uh, we were all, that was when my meditation journey started when back in like 2001, um, and we used, I mean, we used to kind of meditate. Um, but even then, I, I had that misconception at that time, but I think I just, well, one, I was stoned. So that yeah, I was helped. about to say, like the meditation. <laughs> I don't remember doing the meditation. I just remember smoking a lot of pot. Yeah. Well. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, me and the other roommate did, and yeah. uh, and but and and we used to like toy around with like astral projection stuff and get stoned sure. or eat some acid and try and do that stuff. But so I think that kind of helps like silence the mind or at least you know like. But I, I guess I don't know. What happened back then, I guess, is not so much important as it is, though, again, it's a great tool, though, to really get into. It's not really the cure. It's more of a practice, and it's of helping you. That's how they positioned it as well. It's a tool, and like, there's even different types of meditation, so you have a menu if you're dealing with this sort of thing, mm-hmm. you're dealing with this sort of thing, and I don't remember exactly what they were, but like, there's mind, breath, and then something else, maybe body. Mm-hmm. I don't know. 
different types of meditations. Yeah. And breath too. Breath's an amazing thing when at least, you know, this is more of like when it gets overwhelming and you're in the anger or rage mode, really. Uh, yeah, the, the deep breaths, you know, slowing it down, which helps slow down the heart rate, um, you know, is a cool thing. And, and that's been something too, that I've really opened up to of, of just, of just having to just say, look, I need a minute and excusing myself. And then I just go find some, wherever it is, even if it's a bathroom or a public bathroom. And as much as it sucks to breathe in that environment, but you know, it's just like, take some deep breaths, take at least a minute, you know, and then. And then and then move forward, but yeah, I've never done anything like that. Yeah. I don't know that I would want to. Yeah, well, know. yeah. So you may not have the sort of rage thing like I have, where it's like you know. I get angry for sure. Uh, like when I was a kid, I went to anger management, so maybe they reprogrammed me then. Yeah, a head start. Nice. <laughs> I was like, I remember vividly, like I was like scratching my forehead or like hitting my head on the wall. Ooh. My mom was like, "Yeah, it's time to go talk to somebody about whatever it is." Yeah. So what I don't age? think I worked all the way through it. It would have been like, uh, you know, eight, nine, ten somewhere in there. Okay. Maybe, maybe yeah. even earlier. Nice. Um, Good yeah. mom. Good mom catching that and taking care of you. Yeah, my mom's pretty badass. So yeah, yeah, yeah she is. That's the facts. That's the facts, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, yeah, so, and and, uh, and again, I kind of brought up a lot of traction. I think we are, and it's kind of funny. It's like we usually run this show so long, but we've really hit a lot of the major points I was thinking about covering on that, um, especially, too, because I love, again, what was brought up about the walking through, because that was, that was the, the sort of trick part of Law of Attraction, um, that I'm currently learning about that I'm loving. And, and again, I don't know if I defined law of attraction well enough. So maybe I'll, maybe that's the one missing piece here, which is, um, and for the, so basically it's, and, and I'm going to do book of knowledge thing on it too, because I feel like that's, that's, that's accessible to everybody. Uh, so from the book of knowledge in the new thought spiritual Just Wikipedia, yeah, which is Wikipedia. Uh, in the New Thought spiritual movement, the law of attraction is a pseudoscience based on the belief that positive or negative thoughts bring positive or negative experiences into a person's life. Uh, the I belief- can already tell Wikipedia does not like this entry. Yeah. The belief is based on the ideas that people and their thoughts are made from pure energy and that a process of like energy attracting like energy exists through which a person can improve their health, wealth and personal relationships yep here's the kicker there is no empirical scientific evidence supporting the law of attraction and it's widely considered to be pseudoscience yeah yeah they have to say it twice they're so nice yeah well that's very kind of them yeah um but at the same time i bet if i look up the power of po- the the science behind positive thinking <laughs> then we'd suddenly have evidence of um, but that said, law of attraction does center a, a lot around spirituality, you know, and, and is certainly from some of the, the, the teachers of it I've been listening to recently, uh, the idea of kind of how the universe reacts, you know, that we are, we ourselves are creators in this universe. But, but one of the cool things about it though, that I'm bringing up that I, uh, that I love about it though, is because one of those things, man, I feel like th- that I myself am guilty of is, is that idea of like, all right, I'm thinking happily. I'm thinking good thoughts. Nothing happened. Screw this. This doesn't work. 
um, or, or something bad happens, like eventually, you know, it's like, oh, I'm having a good day. I'm having a perfect day. This is great. And then someone hits your car and you're like, shit. This, yeah, I mean, that would, work. that would definitely take a downturn and you definitely. Yeah. But, you know, I think it's like it kind of goes back to that little change, the little steps, the little progress, like the 1% of yourself that you can change per day. Mm-hmm. You know, like the what does it compare yourself to yourself yesterday as opposed to somebody else today? Um, that whole type of mantra, you know, yeah. it's the only way you can. It's like, I mean, you bring up case that you're supposed to get you you're getting in a car wreck is going to ruin your day you know no matter what so then it's all right. about having the tools to like not go there you know go well, to the extreme of yeah you know. and what's neat about uh the perspective and again i'm still learning about this like i'm very newly um get, but this is what i'm digging is is it's a concept of what they call rec- being in the receive mode and it's the idea of like, and instead of thinking of things as like bad, bad circumstances or whatnot, they use the phrase contrast, and it because it just it feels like a contrast. And instead of in the second it turns dark, that's you start focusing on the dark. The second that car hits you, and you in the first thought of it, you think is stupid people. And it's like, well, now you are creating that, you know, that's where your focus is and that's where you're creating. Now, all of a sudden, you that's the energy you're putting out is, okay, stupid people, stupid people here. And next thing you know, it's just that negativity is feeding. So it's re- so it's the idea of when somebody hits your car, just, just being and receiving the moment. Be like, oh, my car's, you know, something happened. Well, let's see where this leads, you know. Uh, another way to handle it, a change of thought in that moment is, of course, sort of being in gratitude of being like, well, I have insurance, you know, and and I'm OK. I'm healthy. And is the other person OK? But the but the other thing, too, that they have that takes it to another level that I'm just that I'm that I'm starting to experience for myself is that attitude of like, you don't know where it's going to lead. Like that person that hit you car, your car could be a person that you were supposed to meet today. And it leads to a relationship. Like what if it's some, you know, pretty girl? You know, and you come out and, and the next thing you know, you're dating. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, you don't know sure. off the bat where it's going to lead. Right. It could be a really positive experience, but but because you have that resistance in the beginning, you're not open to receive the fruits of what seems negative, but you don't realize it. And so that's kind of the what future, they're- man. Say what? Back to the future. Back to the future, almost. Yeah, that's a cool. Yeah, that's a cool comparison, right? <laughs> Jeez, uh, wow, I got you there. Yeah, you got me there. Well, we were talking about DeLoreans yesterday, so I'm still like yeah, we in were. that sort of nerdgasming about DeLoreans. But yeah, you know, and just so you know that idea of um, yeah, and he uh, fall out of the tree and get hit and yeah. wake up in that bed. <laughs> you know, there's no Marty. Right. And then to take it even another step, like here he is. Marty wakes up in it, and there's no Marty. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of neat too how like as they call it pseudoscience, which I guess is important because it, it does kind of tie in. They talk about a little bit of chaos theory too in that in sort of how the the effects of things, um, you know, one thing kind of affects the world uh, and, and spreads it all out, and you know, but you never know that next positive action can lead to I don't know all sorts of good things. So 
but yeah, yeah. So that's that's been something that's been also because, like I said, I'm I'm kind of preaching this stuff, but I'm also I'm still working in the process of buying in for myself personally. But I'm seeing, and you know what's also interesting too? The thing that sold me on this is actually the opposite. Instead of seeing think good things happen in my life as I've been embracing more positive thinking, is I've been recognizing all the bullshit that happens to all the negative people in my life so consistently. And, I re- and kind of realizing like, wow, okay, like negative thinking really does, you know, bring a constant flood of like bad luck. You know, if, if you keep telling yourself that like bad things always happen to me, bad things will con- continue that, the, you know, the universe may actually keep producing that for you, man. You know, uh, instead of just sort of maybe having that moment and being like, man, you know, what, a, what, a, what, a you know, yeah, this was a bad day. Hopefully tomorrow will be a better day. Just that simple kind of a thing. I've got a, uh, uh, what's the word? A, oh, geez. Why can't a surly teenager? Surly is, is I guess, the right, there's, uh, it's not the exact word I'm looking for, but my, my crowning achievement, I think, has been as he's going out to school, you know, all kind of like, um, my favorite line so far. I've only gotten to use it once because you know you can't just keep using it. But it's, yeah. I, I hope you have as good a day as you want to. Mm. <laughs> you know, yeah. like like see you, buddy. I hope you have as good a day as you want to. Nice. Um, I dig that. And yeah, yeah. I'm just. Uh, but one of my things uh, I've been doing, uh, working in the grocery store, because because you know as I shared before. As I try to be that kind of smiling face to bring people out of their junk um, in that environment. And and I'm kind of supposed to because, well, I shouldn't name where I work, but that's one of their big things is like very customer focused and, hey, how you doing? You know, they even have a rule like you have to say hi to somebody that gets within 10 feet of you. Um, yeah, it's like a specific rule. Uh, but and and I make a point of it to uh, whenever there's a boss around. Hey, how's it going? But, uh, but that said, um, you know, every so often I get, I get that sort of genuine response of like, nah, it's been, it's been a crummy day, man, you know? And, and, and I don't know, but it it hit me one day with one particular person and it stuck with me and I kind of repeat it for some people. And I just say, that's okay. I was like, you know, it's okay to have bad days. You know, not every, how can we tell? That's it. It was like, it's okay to have bad days. I mean, how are we going to tell which ones are the good ones? Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's just contrast. Yeah. I think people, my, my one I've always said is like, people hate Mondays. It's like, well, you got to have a Monday to have a Friday. Yeah. Depending, depending on your job and all that kind of stuff. But in the, in the eight to five Monday through Friday world, Mm -hmm. which were generally the ones who are complaining about Mondays. Yeah. It's like, hey, you got, you got to have the Monday to have a Friday. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and and again, because I know I'm one of those people with with back to, you know, sort of the positive thinking of I have sort of convinced myself out of this mentality with the like, yeah, but bad stuff keeps happening. So what's the point? And it's like, well, you know, you again in life, you can't you can't experience you. It's just it's just a dual. It's a dual life. You can't experience the good without the bad. The trick is being an acceptance and 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 not not sort of allowing and I'm talking more to myself of course in this moment is not allowing that sort of experience to be like yeah everything sucks this is proof of it so I'm back to thinking da 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 it's just like oh something happened but you know 
it's it's going to be better tonight to everybody it looks yeah. different to everybody nobody mm-hmm. nobody even really knows if we're all experiencing the same <laughs> reality when it yeah. all boils down to it so it's like your feelings your emotions you can't ever really know yeah. so i think it's just all about having coping and being able to deal with it and just kind of soldier on it's, yeah it's the approach i look at it yeah you know treat everybody like they're you know carrying a lot of baggage or going through something terrible because odds are they are so you know be kind oh back to mentioning memes have you seen that meme floating around or i mean there's a few different ones i guess i've been kind of recently clicking into uh certain sort of mental health kind of uh tweets or stuff on facebook so um but there's this one where uh somebody and there's been a couple different ones so i'm trying to think of the one example i guess but it's it's kind of like someone is upset and they're and they're complaining to somebody else and from their perspective they just see somebody kind of sitting there looking at them blank face and and the person the person kind of t- talking to them has like a splinter in their hand and they're you know kind of crying about it and then the other person though what they can't see is they have like seven knives in their back but they're still kind of just like listening to them. And it had this sort of meme thing of being like, you know, always, you know, but even in that example, it's not so much like fits the message of be kind, but you never know like how heavy somebody else's burdens are. Um, I think there's a different text on the image I'm seeing, but still it's just, I've been seeing these different memes at that point point. It's like somebody's helping somebody come out of the water. Oh, that was the one. Somebody's trying to help somebody come out of the water and they're saying, uh, they're saying, oh, come on, it's easy, just get up. And then they can't see that they're the, the giant boulder that their foot is tied to. Um, you know, th- those kind of memes, you know, just we never know. I've not seen anything like yeah, that. Yeah, so I'm no. sure. That's why I preface it because, like, yeah, I've been kind of signing up for these different. <laughs> these different feeds that are focused on that kind of stuff. I'm gonna end up on the fringe, sir. Yeah. Hey, it's a good fringe though. It's a it's a positive fringe, man. I'm yeah. digging some of these. There's this one I found um, on Twitter. I think it's called Positive Memes, and and it's all these cheesy memes, but they're great because they're just all. It's all about just like stuff to make you smile, you know. A lot uh, of polar bears rolling around. Yeah, and pandas and you know, stuff. simple things. Yeah, you know, it's it's a nice change of pace to like the trending section of Twitter. Let's just say. Uh, I know, but um. Why would you ever click on that? I'm not that saying I click on it, but well, yeah. if you're on the web page, it's it's kind of yeah. on the side, and yeah. it, they really try to make you see it, even if you're trying not to. Probably the best thing is just not to be on there, but whatever. Yeah, you know, I try to stay connected. I can't seem to I can't seem to totally disconnect myself, you know. But but I'm getting there. <laughs> I I only use Twitter through Tweetbot on iOS for the most part, and that's a very it, the, the algo never took over it's it's federated so it's like my timeline and the order it is and i've never really seen a promoted tweet in there yeah it's spent like ten dollars a year but uh i'd rather give this developer who's been around since the very beginning of ios my money to create that experience yeah um i need to go real- back on that because honestly i left it when i started it into this content creator route and initially i was looking to promote my tweets and so that's kind of why I went back to Twitter itself because I couldn't do that from uh, that other uh, was a Tweetbot. Yes. Yeah, Tweetbot. But but now stop paying. But I mean that only lasted a couple months, and now I'm back to like I'm not paying you to promote my stuff. I'm just gonna put it out there and trust that the right person finds it. 
Um, so yeah, I think I think Tweetbot. I need to make a return because <laughs> it is you a good do. one. I I recommend it too to anyone. Um, yeah. and but yeah, and uh, so you know, and, and and again, it's so funny like having this podcast talking about this stuff because I get self conscious like in this moment because I'm sure there's any average person that's listening to this dialogue, and it's like, well, duh, <laughs> you know, but. But a lot of people out there, too, didn't really, I don't know, have the experiences that gave them correct coping mechanisms for life. And and it can be, you know, a, a, it's sort of like, wow, okay, that's an idea I never thought of. Just doing something different, you know? I'm mad. Let me, uh, you know, change gears and, you know, color something. I don't know. Um there was God. I wish I could see. This is where it'd have been great to have, if I could have brought that clip that I was trying to hook up. But things were kind of chaotic, and we were last minute in getting this going. But she had this great thing, which is Abraham Hicks. Uh, anyone that's interested in law of attraction, I recommend Abraham Hicks. And she had this thing where she was she was talking about um, just when you get in that moment to, to just do anything. She's like, when you hear that inner voice, she's like, it's us screaming to you for God's sakes, just do something else. Whatever you're doing now is not working for you. You should just do anything different. Change your clothes, <laughs> change your, you know, anything, just anything different will set you on a, on a better path. You know, just, so that's, just come that up was with a modern, that was a modern person. Yeah. Because it sounded, it sounded like it was from the 60s, quite honestly. The, oh, yeah. The, when I played the, you that little bit of a clip. clip. Yeah. No, it's yeah, modern. And, and, yeah. And, she, and, uh, she does like know, workshops. It was definitely um, hippy-dippy. Oh, it's super hippy-dippy. Yeah. It's it's in that it's very pseudoscience. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Well, uh, nothing against that stuff. I, I think yeah. there's... I think sometimes you'll end up uh, with a better understanding of things that route than you will with i don't know ancient texts or you know like let's plug into today besides Mm -hmm. all the crystal energy objects that are around us you just got to be friends with those yeah yeah you know and i kind of like the idea of incorporating everything i think everybody's got something right you know i mean it's like and science because like and I'm not like to a degree, to a degree. yeah like, you, don't like wanna, hate- you don't want people saying that you think you know the I don't know traveling people eating clan deserves to exist you know people eating is not good Chris no matter how positive you are about it, you can't have a positive <laughs> mindset and get away with eating people. What's, what's the I'm difference? Oh, okay, wait. Oh, how? What's oh, the this, wow? This is a turn. This is a turn. <laughs> this is a turn right here. Uh, I I don't understand. How do we get here? But because you know it's funny because like right there too. Now you're back. you're making you're putting me in a position to put my my uh my my neutral beliefs on the table, which is like which honestly cannibalism. I'm like, hey, if somebody's consenting, what's the problem? If if I consent to being like, hey, when I pass, you can eat me. I mean, you ever read Stranger in a Strange Land? So I'm just talking about like roving hordes of people who kill, murder, and eat people. Well, but, I mean, uh, that's different. That's non-consensual, of course. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's wrong. But the but you started off with just the act of eating a person. Are like we just the worried act of, about just the act of, getting I was, like, I was like, I was like, well, I mean, I don't see a big deal about eating a person. I mean, you know, if, you know gonna, that's not the act into, I'm freaked out about. <laughs> 
you're worried <laughs> if the cannibals. You're worried about consent and if the the cannibals should get me tooed. I, I understand. Yeah, you know, I mean, whatever. Yeah, right. I, like, I'm just well, I'm just saying, like, you know, people. If people, if <laughs> like I said, if you ever read Stranger Strange Land, it's it's a great book, and and this this guy's uh, raised by Martians. And so he thinks like a Martian when he's finally brought back to Earth and they got all these different beliefs, blah, 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 blah. And one of them is it's it's a huge honor that when they die, the tribe consumes them. And that's how they sort of move on in the afterlife. It's by their energy connecting with with all the people they love. So it was a huge honor. And that would be something that he would like say to people that he that he came to care about through through the book. He'd be like you know, I, you know, when I die, I, I would like you to ingest me, please. And people be like all freaking weirded out about it. And then the other person would be like, no, that's, that's a compliment. <laughs> so like my immediate, having not read the book and my immediate question would be like, do these Martians poop? Do they expel waste? It did not go into that detail. You know, like, because yeah. I think that would be kind of a like, ooh, I've got to like eat you and have you for a little bit, and then you're gonna pass through me, and now you're like this horrible thing that I flush away. I don't think humans would. Is it a horrible thing? It's just poop. I mean, we've been conditioned. We've been conditioned. You just said it right. We've been conditioned to think that's that's <laughs> even our word it's for it is shit. Poop, poop, poop's pretty bad, man. Have you have you ever tried to use one of those primitive? outhouses where it's like <laughs> relying on enzymes and you're basically pooping over a bucket it, it, that that'll make you throw up so you know it's funny it reminds me of that family guy a bit um where um they're looking f- there he's in the children's bookstore and he's like well i'm working on you know teaching my kid about about pooping he's like oh we got this great book you know everybody poops He's like, yeah, but the thing is, we're Catholic. And he's like, oh, well, then you're looking for you're a naughty, <laughs> naughty child, and that's concentrated evil coming out the back of you. He's like, yeah, perfect, you know. And that's and that's that's actually something. He's so funny. I hope Rebecca listens to this podcast because that's that like thing? she would is be so really proud of me. Catholics, huh? I I can't remember what specific nomination he said in that bit. Well, no, it would be Catholic in yeah. in in Family Guy because that's generally who he's ripping on. Yeah. But that mentality, though, that like, right, it's like that icky part of us coming out when we're flushing it away. We're getting rid of it. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, but but it's just it's just the nutrients we didn't use. I mean, okay, you have been going to the hippy dippy stuff a lot. Heck man. Yeah, I have been. Well, <laughs> well, you know, well, <laughs> so you're gonna be eating a bug and shit sandwich here. You'll be prepping for it, man. You'll be ready. Bugs. Hey, I'm ready for it. I'm ready for that great reset. Let's go. <laughs> no, no, I, I I prefer steaks. Thank you very much. Okay, good fatty animal. Um, but but I'm just but no, I'm just saying though. But there's nothing. It's nothing to be ashamed of. That's what I'm going at. You know, just just like right. I'm not saying like oh poop's good. You should eat it again. But I'm saying you shouldn't feel a sense of shame or a sense of dirtiness about it. Everybody poops. I'm sure Martians poop. And so the idea of like that that sort of I guess trying to take away from what could be a spiritual experience in in that setting of ingesting someone else, ingesting their essence, and then being like, yeah, but then it poops out, and then it's it's something bad. It's like no, it's just it's just that's just nature. It just you know works through. I mean, when you die, your your corpse is going to be left. 
you know. And if you well, believe in the soul, I mean, what do you think? What do you think that body is that's left? It's the unused thing versus what moved on. Do you think that body is something vile, decrepit, and blah blah blah? I mean, it's gonna well, that's gonna the problem. Decompose, but this speaks to something I actually listened to and learned on that uh, that big Sean pod- podcast I was just referencing. Um, there's a real belief that since the bodies that we are burying are not actually going back into the ground that it is creating like a nutrition nutri- nu- nutrient deficiency within the ground in the soil i dig that and because of that we can't farm as much as we used to be able to so I it's d- like the yield is 40% less so instead of embalming and like like in no disrespect here but like nobody's digging up their grandpa like yeah. why why do we have that connection where we got to like bury and and have that you know it's selfish it's like you know so it's supposed to go back into the earth it's supposed to replenish it that's really freaking cool you bring that up because i have myself personally uh had that thought about um um i guess to kind of tell everybody else like i i am agnostic and throughout my life i've had this fear of death and trying to gain an understanding to basically calm that fear of death and as I go from agnostic to atheist to like spiritual back to agnostic and questioning and da da da, I've I've had this the, one time I was in this phase of like okay reincarnation sounds cool, but if that's it like what happens if we're in that casket like I need to be able to go back into the earth and you know become whatever's next right like does that mean people that are in coffins like don't um, you know reincarnate and and. So you're 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 bringing that sort of thought I had a long time ago back up, and I even so That's I kind of I started thinking about like how when I die, do I want to have a request of like please just bury me straight into the dirt, do not put me in a coffin, and do not you know uh, burn. I don't me or think whatever. you can like legally do that in some states. See, so yeah, I I like what I like what you're bringing up by what was that person's name again, or do you? It's it's a, a rapper from Detroit called Big Sean. Ah, the the podcast you mentioned earlier. Yeah. Yep, that he was on with uh, Jay Sheedy. Cool. You sold Sheedy. me. I got to check it out. I got to check it out. Uh, yeah. Cool. I love, too, how we... I don't feel like we got off topic, but I I like a lot where that discussion just went. That was fun. <laughs> Talking about poo. Talking about poo, man. You know, see? That's a some positive thinking. Uh okay. Well, I I guess so. Is you're saying you're having some pot? I I don't even know where you're going. With I have that. no idea where I'm going. Not, with that. I really just mentioned the phrase positive thinking to try and like wrap it back around to the subject. But I mean, well, no, I will wrap it around this way because I didn't get to finish this point, which is like I because when I started defending poop, um, I said Rebecca would be proud of me because I have a lot of you know, I haven't been diagnosed with like irritable bowel syndrome or nothing, but but I have I have a lot of poop issues. I have a hard time pooping. I'm constantly constipated. Uh, I have a hard time pooping if I'm in earshot of anyone, um, and which is very difficult when you have a house full of kids. And 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 she's kind of been sort of. T- pointing out sort of my mentality around it she says you know you need to learn to just let go and not feel so dirty about it and which is which is she's honestly kind of saying like if you had a more positive mindset about that process you would be able to do it easier um you need to have a better relationship with your poop (laughs) 
<laughs> and and you know what though? As hippy dippy as that sounds, she's absolutely freaking right because uh, it has been getting better as I have developed a better relationship with my poop. So, See, man, I'm regular. I wake up, I poop, and that's it. Once yeah. a day. God, I dream work. for that life. I dream for that. It's yeah. it's like clockwork, literally. Yeah. You can ask the missus. So I, I envy. I look up to you. I don't envy. I look up to you. And I hope to be there I myself. Mean, like that and just raises a whole bunch of questions for me, like knowing like how you've you've lived your past couple of days with the kids sick coming out of both ends. Like, I mean, does that mean you're when you're sick, are you worried about that whole thing? Or are you just letting it fly when you're sick? You should try and get back in touch with your inner sick self. Well, like, this it was it's- so no, to answer your question, uh, it's, it's, it's a little bit of both. Like when you have, when you have a stomach bug and, and it's forcing it out, it comes through. But when it's, but when you have that sort of bloated feeling or when I had this sort of, there was this one morning where I had that bloated feeling and I was like, I need to freaking get this out. And I went to the bathroom, and I, it was just about to come. And then all of a sudden, my two-year-old comes bursting through the door. Da, da, da. And it just like, my butt clenched, locked up. And then, and then I, it was like three hours later when I finally pooped. <laughs> and you got to lock that shit up. <laughs> you know. Keep that door and that's closed. after taking, um, oh, what's, what's the... Um, I took some medicine to help me poop too the night before, um, so you know it's yeah. Uh, I hope some, I hope somebody's still listening. <laughs> I know that was some serious <laughs> shit. Hey man, if 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 you can't handle that, then I don't know. This may not be the podcast for you. <laughs> you know how can we Jeez, how can we learn to love Keith. ourselves, man? If we can't learn to love our excrements, no. No, I don't think that's the proper path. Yeah, you don't think it's the proper you path. Keep, you yeah. keep going down, and I'm happy for you. Yeah. Maybe it's just because I'm in harmony with my own poop, but I'm still not in harmony with my life. So <laughs> I don't I don't know the correlation there. I think I think your wife is just trying to do you a, a solid. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, oh. Yeah. That was a good one. I know. I'll give you a, it was pretty good. I'll give, you a, I'll give you a clap for that one. That was good. Yeah. Well, shit. Ah, that's been the subject here today, hasn't it? <laughs> you know, it's like like I was anticipating having the podcast being like named something like the power of positive thinking, and no. instead, I think it's gonna be like something like well, crap. <laughs> <laughs> dot dot dot. I probably get more listeners with a title like that. Honestly, they're like, "Ooh, what's this one about?" I've got to admit, like I haven't been as uh, as as the sidekick here. I. I try and not listen to the podcast, to be honest with you, but we, we took a shopping excursion to a couple, about an hour away last weekend. And I was catching up and, you know, first of all, I just want to stop talking. So you'll talk (laughs) because I get self-conscious about it when I'm listening. And yet you continue to do it, but you really have been rocking the show titles. Cause I'll be honest, like you you post it, publish it. I don't necessarily, cause the social media that i frequent you you don't necessarily frequent so like Mm -hmm. i don't like my twitter i follow like 30 people now like i reactivated my twitter so there's not a whole bunch going on there so i'll see all the 
group together or whatever and yeah. like i'm not going and listening to it either so like i was rolling through and i was like oh man you really rocked that title so thank you keep it up. yeah you like the april fool's one yeah because the uh, addiction episode yeah if, if if people that are maybe don't realize later it, it it went out on april fool's day and i was like well it just needs to be called addiction is no joke yeah so that was pretty good <laughs> thanks man thanks well um well we're hitting about that time because i know you gotta well you know, well, one quick thing too, I will say, um, because you were talking last episode about like wanting to get feedback in. You know what the number one feedback I've been getting is? You've been getting feedback. I've been getting feedback. It's too not long. Just from your wife? Oh. No, not just from my wife. Yeah, no. Most biggest feedback I've been getting is it's too long, and it's more of like trying to help us reach more people. It was yeah. it was coming from the idea of like if your episodes were shorter, people would be more wi- willing to check it out. Somebody sees like an hour long runtime, they're intimidated, and uh, you know to yeah, that. Yeah, I find that to be interesting because I I think it's just the the different places you come from, depending on what you've been listening to. Because I think right. to me these are short. Same um, here. Like I mean, we come from from a three hours. Of, yeah, yeah. We come so, from podcasts that are like three hours. Two, yeah. two hours is like the norm. I would say mm-hmm. on some of the the other podcasters that come from that same thing. But then there's also a couple that do short too. Like yeah, twenty minutes. Well, too, especially that's we more like out, news. Yeah, and we well we come out biweekly. I mean, you know, and like if we came out every day. I, you know, then it'd probably just be like 10, 15 minutes because because you, know, you start doing it every day long enough. It's like, I don't feel like you really can go that long on a daily basis. But like, you know, every two weeks. I don't know, man. You, you'd be surprised. Today, we got into some pretty deep topics, some serious shit. And, you know, like you could you could mimic that every week. Yeah. Well, like that. that's the goal. That's the goal. <laughs> I think I think the more we do this and, you know, who knows what the future brings, but. I do know, though, for uh, some events going on and in both our lives, we're going to wrap it up here. So I'm going to say thanks. Uh, thanks, everyone, though, for for listening, uh, checking it out. Um, again, this is Degree of Experience. We are on uh, all, if not the majority, of uh, podcasting apps out there. So please subscribe. Please rate us if you enjoyed it. And um, if... And we also are a value for value podcast. So if you got something out of this podcast, uh, we just kindly ask that um, the value received is returned. You know, you can put a number on it and send it to us at value.degreeofexperience.com. Um, and if you got any feedback or just want to reach out to us, uh, you can reach me. Uh, it is going to be chris at bargeron.life. Uh, that is chris at B A R. G E R O N dot L I F E. Um, I am. If you have any kind of comment for me, you can send it his way too. Yeah, I'll forward it. I'll forward it to Sir Puck here. Um, and also findable, but not reachable. (laughs) That's right. Um, and two, just a, a shameless self plug too. If anyone, um, I'm a creative facilitator for a company called Creative Transformations, and uh, one of the cool things we offer is music coaching. Um, it's music lessons for beginners, but it's a little different. Uh, we focus on on not only educating you by about music, but also guiding you towards a lifestyle 
of, of, of creation, of connecting with your inner artist. Um, I like to say that we, we focus on the mind, body, and the soul. Uh, the mind being music theory, the body being exercises and developing finger strength. Uh, I focus on guitar, guitar lessons. Um, and then for the soul, it's a lot of sort of creative workshop kind of stuff uh, to really encourage um, just creating your own music from the get-go. We don't want you to learn how to sound like another musician. We want you to learn how to sound like yourself. Uh, so anyone that's interested in that, uh, you can go to bargeron.life. Uh, that'll link you to my link tree. Uh, and there's a button there you'll see that says sign up for uh, music lessons or music coaching, I should say. Uh, and it's really just a form for uh, sending me your email. Uh, and, and I think it, I'll, I'll basically it'll start a, a, a communication with us uh, for more information. Uh, we offer a free 15-minute lesson right now so you can kind of check it out and see what the experience is like. Um, so yeah, any final words there, sir Puck? No, not at all. Thank you. This has been, like I said, it's been good. Cool. All right. Well, thanks again, everyone, for coming. Uh, and again, my name is Chris Bargeron, and I'm heading out with a positive vibe. Yeah, man. And thanks for letting us in your ear holes once again. Zero sugar, zero calories. Yeah.